of the Lights here at Sandpax. I'm your man, the Attorney Buds. Welcome, folks, to the One Deaver for all your Animorphs rereading and eventual rewatching needs. I'm. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Fuck, I was going to be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I want to be Zachary Ty Bryan. I'll be Zachary Ty Bryan. I don't even know who that is, honestly. Welcome to the Wonder Years. Welcome. Zachary Ty Bryan. You can just say names, I guess. Like, you can do whatever you want. Okay, yes, he was he was Jonathan Taylor Thomas's older brother. I see, I see, I see, I see. On on <laughs> Home Improvement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Wait, Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor Thomas was on Home Improvement, right? Yes, he was. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I also did some Googling today about Jonathan Taylor Thomas to make sure he was the man I thought he was. Um, five foot five, just by the way. Small man. A small man on the, on the smaller side, but... Uh, Still, yeah. still a teenage heartthrob uh, back in his day, which is... Um, wait, wait, hold the damn phone. What? The, all three of the, the all three of the kids on, uh, on Home Improvement, they all had like three names because it was, it was Zachary Ty Bryan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and the third one was Tara Noah Smith. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I can't explain this. <laughs> um, so I guess... The only people who have, like, three names are assassins, serial killers, or child actors on Home Improvement. I mean, I don't know about the assassin. I don't know about the assassins thing. Like, uh, Jack Ru- Jack Ruby didn't. Jack Ruby didn't have three names. Um, I mean, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes, that's um, one. Whoever assassinated Lincoln. Booth. Uh, John Wilkes Booth. Um, I mean, everyone has three names, but, like, just who they're known by. Um, yes. But, like, I'm saying, like, Jack Ruby, the guy who killed Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, I, I think I think Jack Ruby was more of a hitman than he was an assassin. Right. I guess it's the same thing, but, like. And, I mean, the, I mean, the, honest, the, the real reason for this is so, like, uh, uh, old John Gacy down the street doesn't get confused for the 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 guy who dressed up like a clown and murdered a bunch of boys in Illinois. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's John Wayne Gacy. Yes, John. Specific, this, this specific John Gacy, whose middle name is Wayne. Um, yes. Uh, Lee Har- um, not Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, Henry Lee Lucas. So you don't, like, mix him up with old... Uh, who? Who? Oh, he, <laughs> he was a serial killer, um, like, a, in Virginia... He was like a big hick. Um, oh, huh. He had like one eye um, and like fucked up teeth. Um, and he confessed to like over a thousand crimes. But uh, there's like. A- According to his Wikipedia, it's over 3,000 crimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I think only like a, it's at least a hundred confirmed ones. That's a lot. Or it might not even be that. It's, it's hard to say because. Um, uh, sorry to like get into serial killers on the Wonder Yerks thing. It's kind of a, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's because he like garnered attention from getting like admitting to all these crimes. So he would just like rattle them off, you know. Like he said, his first one when we, he was fourteen. We have no idea how much of this is true. Like this is, I mean, there's definitely bodies attached to him, but we don't know how many are legitimate and how many aren't. <laughs> so yeah, um, th- this is weird. Hmm. There's a guy named Gary Ridgway who apparently has the most, like, confirmed homicides in the United States history. Mm-hmm. Um, he he confessed to 71, but he was only, like, locked up for 49. Mm-hmm. 
Seems like a seems like a lower hit rate than you'd expect on like confessions, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like once you hit forty nine, uh, the police are basically like, "Well, we have enough to like kill him like seven times," <laughs> you know, like so. Yeah, I, like- I think we're good. I don't think we need to know for sure about the yeah. other ones. Oh, who was the guy who invented the murder house at the Chicago World Fair? Um, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. <laughs> yeah, Holmes, okay. <laughs> not on the not on the listing of, uh, on Wikipedia's listing of list of serial killers by victims. And H.H. H. Holmes, not his real name. Uh, I forget what it is, what? but it's, it, there's a reason why he, he changed his name because his real name sounds, oh, it's Herman Webster Mudgett, which... Uh... Yeah, they, okay, okay. <laughs> Eric Larson has... I've been reading... Um, I've been reading uh, Devil in the White City, and he, he hasn't mentioned that... Uh, he hasn't mentioned his... I don't think he, he mentioned his birth name yet. Yeah. Oh, Herman Webster Mudgett. Yeah. Oh, mud, Mudgett sounds like a wizard slur. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a really mean way to refer to, like, Hagrid and people like Hagrid. Yeah, yeah. um (laughs) yeah exactly exactly um so this is basically who i am now so i basically you can't have any conversations with me at a restaurant or a bar or on the subway um or on any sort of public transportation uh uh, i can't have any sort of conversations with coworkers anymore because murder is all i talk about (laughs) so i'm sorry about that uh but um, uh, the book that doesn't have murder in it that we read this week. <laughs> um, uh, we read uh, The Reaction this week, which is the 12th book in the Animorph series. Um, it's, a, it's a Rachel book, um, and it's yep. super interesting. It's I think it might be... I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think it might be my top three for what we've read so far. I mean... It definitely has one of the most engaging conflicts, you know, and like it, 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 yeah, it, um, it adds this like element of world building that is really fascinating. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's altogether very exciting. Um, uh, but let's get into the cover first before we dive too much into the plot. Uh, yeah. Um, I think. The second one is really bad to look at. Like, the third one, she's kind of too far gone from being a human. It just kind of looks like a weird horse. Yeah. Or weird scaly horse. But the second one is like, what's going on there? Yeah, so for everyone who's not currently staring at the uh, Animorphs book cover right now, um, it has uh, Rachel um, slowly TFing into a crocodile. Um, and Not an alligator, a crocodile. Uh, yeah. Very important. This book makes extremely sure you know. Uh huh. Um, I don't really want to know right now. So if you're listening to this and you want to write in, go ahead and tell me. But I have no fucking idea what the difference is between an alligator and a crocodile. Unless you know right now, then I'll then I'd like to like to know. But um, I'm not going to do any uh, research. I think it's like I think it's like I think like the easiest way to tell is like the way their teeth are. Like I think I think one has like the teeth hanging out of the side, like tusks, kind of. Sure. But and the other one check. doesn't. Yeah, the other one has it like all internal. Yeah. So so the first image is just Rachel as we know her. And the second image, uh, I agree with you, Luna. Well, I don't yeah, it's definitely the worst. Uh, because it's it's just like like kind of scaly textured 
Rachel, but her face is protruding in a way that is like it enters into like uncanny valley. Like if you saw someone like on the side of the okay, road. They both they both have teeth on the outside of their mouth, so that's not what it is. Okay. It's a snout, I guess. A crocodile no, an alligator has a V. Oh no wait, no. Okay. Only okay. Okay, we're learning. The alligator has if if the if the mouth is closed, alligators you cannot see their bottom teeth. But if their mouth is closed, you can see crocodiles' bottom teeth. That seems like such a weird distinction to make, but okay. <laughs> it's weird, but apparently it's I don't know. I just like I feel like there should be a more substantial distinction between the two. I mean, there's more. There's, like, snout shape and a bunch of stuff, but... Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't know shit about... I don't know shit about stuff. I don't like, know... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you and I are both... A, I, I am a dumb bitch. We all are, bitch. Um, anyway, as I was saying, if you saw the second image of Rachel, like, um, driving down a country highway at, like, 3 in the morning, and she, you caught her in your headlights, um, you'd probably think you saw a skinwalker. Um, so I think it looks like, like, I think if I were to make like a really bad Photoshop of Bernie Sanders as a reptilian Uh person, like as a secret reptilian, Uh I think this is what it would kind of look like. Maybe. Like it would probably be like, if I was the kind of person to do that, it would probably be a little bit more anti-Semitic in the drawing, but I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, the other thing that I've been learning about recently that makes me, um, impossible to talk about is, um, conspiracy theories. So, uh, (laughs) I know a thing or two about the reptilians that live inside the hollow earth. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so obviously, um, uh, Animorphs is a new world order psyop. Um, used to indoctrinate children into the new world order. Um, so just by oh, the way, this is, this, is obvi- this is obviously just true. It's Illuminati, obviously Freemasons, you know. So just by the way, and like we're all like me, me and Luna are like both like NWO shills at this point. Um, so yeah, you're. Um, there's, like, subliminal messaging going through this whole podcast. So, like, if you've been listening to this, you're already, like, in it. So sorry. Buy Blue Apron. <laughs> That's the new world order is just buying Blue, Ra- Blue Apron. <laughs> They're everywhere, Blair. How else do you explain it? Well, I mean, other than the fact that it's a business that buys ad, I have no idea. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's... <laughs> There's no other explanation, Blair. That explanation is fucking stupid, by the way. Buying ad space, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no one's ever bought an ad ever. They just appear fully formed um, yeah. on your television. But, like, <laughs> like you listen back, you listen to it, Andrew Jupin listens back to an episode of We Hate Movies, and he's like, I don't remember saying that about Quip, but okay, I'm sure I did. <laughs> okay, no, okay, this is weird, though. Uh, I've been listening to old episodes of We Hate Movies, uh-huh. and the ad service guys they use now, like, who, who they use to, like, get their advertisement stuff through, mm-hmm. they, or it might be the network, I'm not entirely sure, but whatever it is, they go back into old episodes and insert new ads. 
hmm, okay. Like I was listening, I was listening to an episode from like 2014, 2013, and there was an ad for Quip, and I was like, wow, that's weird. I didn't know Quip existed all the way back when. And then um, I heard them reference uh, Oprah's 2016 O list, and I was like, I'm traveling through time. <laughs> that is bizarre. Um, I feel like that would make me, like, I don't have a dissociation problem, but I feel like that would make me dissociate immediately <laughs> if that happened. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so we discussed the, the cover. The, she's just turning into, honestly, it's like the third, third image, and she's just a small crocodile, and then she slowly becomes a bigger crocodile. So it's not really that much to call home about. But the plot of this book certainly is. Um, the plot of this book is fucking bonkers and i love it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we open up on oh luna did you say the fucking intro to their show i'm just thinking about this now i did you did okay sorry i, I said the whole thing i opened up the text file okay okay i just had a sudden you can cut this out i just had a sudden like lapse no this is staying in memory lapse um so <laughs> <laughs> who am i <laughs> where am i um good god i'm very tired anyway but I can remember this entire plot. The book opens. Field trip. Uh, the fu- to the gardens. Gardens. Z- zoo? No, just gar- zoo. Because there's Alex. Zoo, yeah, zoo. Do they call the gardens the the zoo, the gardens? Whatever. Yeah, that's- basically. like It's like the something gardens. I think they just call it the gardens. That's fine. Um, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, they go to the zoo because field trip. Also, Cassie's mom doing a presentation. She's super worried about it. She's going to be, like, all weird. And apparently she's, like, hip and with it with the kids. Because she, she talks about, what? what is it? Like, um, she talks about boys, 11 men, nice is neat, which is nine inch nails. <laughs> um, what What else is there? Um, Snoop diggity dog. Uh, Snoop diggity dog, right. Uh, my mother said, I'm pretty sure my mother said that, like, last week. Yeah. Because <laughs> Snoop Dogg is real. Anyway, um, there was something Snoop else. Snoop Dogg is always relevant. He has a new show. He has a show on TBS now called Joker's Wild. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And- I get ads for it on fucking YouTube all the goddamn time. <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, so basically, the fucking. It's, this is the second time Animorphs has referenced Nine Inch Nails. I'm um, in the sources always. Um, Marco, which just goes to prove again that he's... Uh, well, no, this one was Cassie. Cassie well, referenced this one. Well, because she was getting a Nine Inch Nails album, so... Marco could, like, make a rip of it. Yeah, basically. Because um, <laughs> she said that it's too depressive for her, for her. Um, but Marco loves now, it. Now, I gotta be honest, I have. I don't think I've ever voluntarily listened to Nine Inch Nails. Um, you've definitely... Is it depressing? Um, I mean, yeah, like, uh, I, <laughs> you've definitely listened to Closer, uh, which is, uh... What's it sound like? Break me off a piece of that. Um, <laughs> I want to fuck you like an animal. I want to feel you from the inside. You know? You've definitely heard it before. I don't think I know that you one, Blair. You definitely have heard it before. But I'm glad you feel that way about me. <laughs> go, go listen. Okay. <laughs> go, go... Go find Nine, uh, Nine Inch Nails is closer on YouTube. I'll send you a link right now, actually. No, I don't recognize this. You haven't? Have you listened to um, jo- uh, Neil C. C. Rega's, um mouth sounds? Bits and pieces. Ma- like mouth. Okay. I'm obsessed with Neil C. C. Rega, so maybe this is why I'm more intimately familiar with it than you are. No, the, on- the only Nine Inch Nails song that I know is um, 
is the one the Johnny Cash cover. Oh. I've only ever listened to the Johnny Cash version. <laughs> that's fair. Honestly, that's fair. Um, well, everyone just think about Nine Inch Nails for a while. But anyway, it just goes to prove that A, Marco has a depression. B, he's gay because only <laughs> depressed gays listen to Nine Inch Nails. That's the T. Sounds, like, um. sounds like the band for me. <laughs> God, I'm so depressed that my my doctor was like, "Hey, try and up, try and like take a tablet and a half of your uh, of your Zoloft in the morning." And I keep fucking forgetting because it's you you get. I've been taking Zol- just like a single tablet of Zoloft for like two years. Sure. So now it's like okay, now you have to bite off another piece of Zoloft, and to it can't eat. taste good in your mouth. It, does, it tastes like nothing, actually. Really, all the pills that I take, it tastes the least like anything. Interesting. I always, I mean, I always imagine medication to taste like really bitter, because yeah. um, the Ritalin I've stolen from other people has tasted really bitter. <laughs> Not stolen; they've given it to me, but you know. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, enough about. <laughs> our individual uh, 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 drug intakes. Um, so, um, fuck, I got so sidetracked talking about Nine Inch Nails. Um, That's okay, you're valid. A dude falls in, a little kid falls into Crocodile Pit. Rachel's like, fuck, um, gotta do something because I'm Rachel. So uh, she jumps in with, it, with him um, and... She acquires a crocodile in order to give him time to run out and stuff because crocodiles calm down. Like, animals, not just crocodiles, calm down when you acquire them. Everyone knows this. And then um, she skedaddles, I guess, basically. Um, yeah, well, no, she, no, Blair, she turns into the oh, crocodile. Oh, I mean, she does, yeah, but, like, there's there's skedaddling involved. <laughs> no, she turns into the crocodile in full public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, she gets out of the situation. No, she turns into a crocodile. Um, she saves the kid. She saves the from, kid, like the other hungry from the other hungry crocodiles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, did you know this could be alligators, but it could also be crocodiles? Um, they have no, they have they have a lot of closing strength, but they have no opening strength. So you can just like hold on their mouth a little bit, and they they won't be able to like open their mouths if you're just like holding it closed. Yeah, no, I think I feel like I've seen like someone just like like strapped to the back of a crocodile or an alligator, just like. Does, is it both? Is it both? Do I need to know the difference before I try this? I tactic? don't know. I don't know, but I would recommend not getting into fights with alligators slash crocodiles, just because. Yeah. Like, why risk it? You know. Yeah, I mean, all right. I hold on a second. <sighs> I actually have no idea if this is true. It's just something I read online. Um, cancel Thursday plans. All right. <laughs> Killjoy. Um, so she gets an earful from everyone, especially Jake, about the whole thing, obviously, because, you know, like morphing in public is a no-no. But it, you fucking open every book, especially a Cassie or a Rachel book with morphing in public. Um, yeah. And then, and then Tobias tells Rachel to be like, hey, just to have it, just ask him what he would do. And Rachel's like, well, what the fuck would you do? And Jake's like... Just because I would do the same make thing right. doesn't make it right. <laughs> um, which is, yeah. They're, yeah. they're all very... Um, they're they're ver- all very, like... They want to help people, like, really badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But, um... 
Fuck, I'm struggling. What happened? No, it's okay. I'm looking at the... Uh, so, they. Th- this is the same chapter where they find out that uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I mean... Uh, what the hell is his name? Jeremy Jason McColl. Oh, yeah, from quote-unquote Powerhouse. Uh, Which is, I, I mean, that name just, like, screams, like, the joke is power tools in a house to me. Like, that's what that joke see, screams to me. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it, they even say later that Jonathan Taylor, that, it, uh, sorry, Jeremy Jason McColl doesn't quite roll off the tongue the way that Zachary Ty Bryant or, like, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas or, like, a Mark Paul Gossler does. Jonathan they Taylor Thomas they, is literally made to be said. Yeah. Um, did you ever have those friends in high school who, like, you only referred to as their first and last name? And if anyone referred to them as something else, like, not just you, like, everyone. Like, I had, the, I knew this guy, I knew a couple of guys, there was, like, you know, uh, you know, there's this guy, John Bowie. Uh-huh. No one ever called him John. He was John Bowie. Yeah, I have, um, I have a few... I ha- I remember people like that in high school, but I don't remember who they were because I don't remember anyone from high school. Um, though I, I those these names are just ingrained in my head. <laughs> Shout out to John Bowie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, there was someone who called someone uh, everyone called Atow because his name was Alex Tower, but they just shortened shortened it to Atow. So, which is like- Atow is a pretty banging name to be honest. <laughs> So, anyways, um, they're uh, so J- Jake, Tobias, and Marco are just like. I mean, I can forgive Tobias for this, but like, I mean, how do how have Jake and Marco never even seen like a cover of Tiger Beat or what the hell ever? Like, I wasn't into that shit as a kid, but I still like walked past it and saw like if this if this motherfucker's as everywhere as they think he this as they seem to think it is. Like, I saw a lot of Taylor Lautner's abs when I did not crave to see them in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I did go see almost all of the Twilight movies on opening night. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean I wanted to see Taylor Lautner's entire like fifty pack. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um. God, I did go to see all those movies on opening night, huh? I I, I didn't even do that. And I was, um, I thought I was a straight girl at the time, so. <laughs> um, which would give me a lot of reasons to do that. I don't know why, like, I, I, I genuinely do not know what I saw in those books. They were not good. I just, I just really liked I, Vampires. I, like, I, know, I know this is a little bit, like, kind of tread ground on the internet here, but, like. I mean, the thing is, is that they were past. They were they were good enough, you know. Like yeah, they were good. They were good enough that my stupid idiot brain was like, "Oh, this is this is true intellectual fiction." I didn't even mm. think it was intellectual at the time. It was I, at, even at the time when I was reading it in middle school. It was just like junk food, but words. But I didn't feel bad about it. Um, I read those books so fucking quickly. I <laughs> yeah, I I read the first one like in a night, um, and I don't think I could do that these days. Um, and they were not thin volumes. <laughs> they were they were chunky motherfuckers. No, they were like six, seven, eight, and nine hundred pages going forward. I remember because they kept upping upping the page count. Oh yeah, oh they were um, huge. Did, Blair, have I ever told you about the extremely embarrassing moment when uh, the Twilight books came to my rescue in college? No, I want to hear the story though. So we had to for my public speaking class. Uh, we had to memorize. Uh, uh, poems to read, mm-hmm. and I memorized like some a verse from a Milo or yeah a Milo song, and uh, I just I did that, and then I sat down. I was just kind of like tuning in and out, and um, one guy goes up there and he's like, 
Uh, I, today I, I memorized uh, the the I I memorized Fire and Ice by by Robert Frost. Mm-hmm. And if you know if you know that you probably wouldn't you probably know this player as a die as a diehard twihard. Uh, it's been for, a well, it's been a grip, so you're gonna have to refresh me. In the third book, uh, Fire and Ice is the is in the beginning of the book. Oh. Like, that's just there. And I'm gonna see if I can rattle this bitch off from memory. Um. Uh, some say the world will end in fire, others say in ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire, but if I had to perish twice, I think the ice is also great and would suffice. <laughs> so I can just rattle that shit off like that. I have not read that poem in six years, at least, probably more. But I memorized that poem when I was reading Twilight. It's a short poem, and I just, it's it's grounded in my brain. So this guy starts reading it, and I'm like fucking, like the dumbass that I am, I'm mouthing along. <laughs> Just enraptured. And, I can totally yeah. picture you. <laughs> and he starts like stumbling and he's like, uh, and it's like a short poem. Like, dude, you obviously picked this poem out before you got to class. Like, come on. Yeah. But I, I'm just like sitting there. I'm just like still mouthing the words. And he's like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm having a hard time. And then he points to me. He's like, but you seem to be mouthing the words. So like, can you help me out? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I can't believe he called you out like that. Yeah, no. Like. I would never do that. And I, I mean, and if someone asked that of me, I'd be like, no, this is yours. You do it. I, I did the damn thing. I mean, I know you did because um, you, <laughs> you have more, um, an ultra, a more altruistic nature than I do, wherein I just leave, let people crash and burn if they set themselves up for failure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Man, I, I, it is so, honestly, um, the highlight of that story is not you, but this guy who asked you to do this assignment thing for him, basically. <laughs> I know. Oh, God, I better have gotten extra credit for that bullshit. Yeah. I must have seemed so wizened and scholarly for knowing this damn poem off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, no, bitch, I'm fucking, I read Twilight obsessively. I reread it. It's at the start of Eclipse, I'm almost certain. Which is the third book. Yes? Yes. Yes. Because it's third Twilight, book. New Moon. Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn. Anyways, it's at, the start <laughs> of, it's, at the, it's at the start of Eclipse. And I read that book, and then I went back and I memorized that poem. And I taught it to myself, and I memorized that poem. And I just kept saying it over and over and over to myself. And it's just rote memorization. I, I have a knack for memorizing shit that doesn't matter whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like when I was way younger, I was I used to be able to rattle off uh, every book of the Bible. Really? Like, yeah. Not to like say that the Bible doesn't matter. I'm just saying like being able to rattle off every book for someone who is not remotely religious, I think, is a is some kind of significance. Were you even raised religious? A, a little bit. Like we went to church on Sunday, but that was about it. But you still. I was just like. I was just like, oh, I remember this. I I could not. I don't think I could get past the first five. But. Uh, I couldn't even tell you any of them, and I was um, really I was raised extremely Catholic. <laughs> really, you can't even tell me like Genesis, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, uh, not Deuteronomy, Numbers. I mean, I I wouldn't be able to give them. I know those are all books like in the Bible. Those are the first five. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to tell you order or like where they came in um, and oh, stuff I, like that. I had it down. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can't even tell. I can't even tell you how many psalms there are. <laughs> I think there's two. I don't fucking know. Who knows? But no, I have like I I have a I I don't want to say uncanny because I don't want to sound like I'm thinking too highly of myself. But I have a weird ability of memorizing shit that does not 
matter <laughs> remotely. Um, and I have a, the memory of, of about two days. So <laughs> it's a miracle you it's a miracle you managed to do a podcast for how many months have we been doing Wonder Years? Who fucking knows? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> this is this is episode fourteen, so a little while. Oh, grip. Yeah. Um. Good God. <laughs> but. Um, so John, I'm just going to call him Jonathan Taylor Thomas at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know his name and I do not care. But anyways, he is, wow, we got lost in the woods there. We got a bit lost in the sauce there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, so. So Jonathan Taylor Thomas, they, they, they find out that, um, the, 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 the sharing is going to hire him as like a spokesperson. Uh-huh. And the only way that Mar- that Rachel and Cassie are able to get. Uh, the boys' attention is by saying it, it's it's he is as popular as the entire cast of Baywatch, and Jake just like sw- like just sobers the fuck up and is like, "You you mean this guy can influence that much?" Yeah. And Tobias Tobias drops the name Yasmin Bleeth. I don't know who that is. I'm assuming a Baywatch lady. I ca- I guess. Um, Let's take a look, Yasmin Bleeth. So the thing is, is that they name drop brands and celebrities all the time. Wow, this is the lowest resolution picture I have ever seen on on Wikipedia. Look at that picture. <laughs> you can count the pixels. Um, <laughs> um, that picture is only ten years old, and you cannot tell me that picture is that bad. Do you really not have anything better than of that than that? No, not at all. Um, so the thing is, is that they they name drop. I am incredulous. They name drop motherfuckers all the goddamn time, but they won't well, let. Yeah, they but won't, like, as a character. But why not? It's your. They can't. He if he is not a reference, he is a character. <laughs> so I you think, can. Why not? I think. Is it defamation to publish your Jonathan Taylor Thomas fan fiction? Um, it probably breaks some sort of law. <laughs> I just, to just, like, write a book and say, like, and then Jonathan Taylor Thomas was it? I mean, okay, it's defamation because this character turns out to be a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So if, this, if they did actually say, oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the hunk from Home Improvement, uh-huh. he, we would, he, they, he would probably be like, uh, I'm not cool with this. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that's probably fair, but so, but, uh, so the thing is, it's so obvious, and also, I just, like, I... I just, like, want to... We all know it, so I guess that's fine. But I just like the alternate reality that um, Animorphs creates, wherein there are, like, name-brand things name-dropped, like, constantly, so it is adjacent to our universe, um, but uh, slightly different. So I guess Jonathan Taylor Thomas does not exist in this universe. Uh, oh, man. I, I just found one of the... Uh, one of the, the last movie that uh, uh, Gasmin Bleeth was ever in on Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Game Over. She is wearing extremely low-cut jeans and nothing else on the cover. She has a gun. I'm gonna I'm gonna link this in the show notes, obviously. But uh, just get a sample of that. Nope, that's Yasmin Bleeth again. <laughs> hey, it's this bitch. <laughs> Why is it not copying? <laughs> you should, okay. Luna just keeps sending me the same Wikipedia article. Um, okay, get a load of that picture. Oh, oh my, oh this is very 2003. 
Um, uh, it's... When a super when a supercomputer is linked to a video game network, the computer programmer who designed the game must enter the virtual reality world of his fantasies and defeat the computer before it causes worldwide chaos. And the way you know this is a really good movie with a really high profile cast is because half of the cast names are in red on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> and the tagline for this movie is "Control plus Oh plus Death," which is good. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Also, the way that the, that the T is wrote, it kind of looks like Carl Alla Alla de, de, uh. <laughs> Carl Alla de, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Luna Luna Rogers. Sorry, I, we went on the Yasmin Bleeth tangent. I'm just extremely, <laughs> we, I'm just extremely interested in this. We no, Luna, close Wikipedia. It's it's too. We have to we have to talk about this goddamn fucking book because it goes places. So it's good. You say it like you, the way you said it, it made it sound like it's bad, but it's good is the thing. Well, sometimes we get distracted, and I want to talk about this movie, but we can't. We have a responsibility to our book. listeners, to our audience, even. Um, uh, Can we do an episode on Game Over for fear baiting? Oh, I mean, is is it a horror movie? I guess I so. Hope so. I mean, we can just do it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so Rachel goes home and she looks up some pictures of Jonathan Taylor Thomas because like, you know, um, and she and then she starts turning into a crocodile. Yeah, she just like stones out and then yeah she starts like morphing just like randomly and she can't stop. Um, she starts morphing into a crocodile and then and then a fly and, and then an elephant and she crushes her entire fucking house. Yeah, and <laughs> she yeah. So, yeah, she becomes an elephant and manages to demorph before either of her sisters see the fact that there's literally an elephant in the fucking kitchen. I mean, I think if she immediately starts demorphing, there is enough dust to cover it up, and also there's some rubble she can duck behind. I mean, honestly, like, if I caught a glimpse of a fucking elephant in my kitchen, um, I probably would become, like, a sort of, like, alien truther, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Like, just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I can imagine that um, the Animorphs has definitely inspired, like, the characters, not the books, um, have definitely inspired uh, some uh, fucking alien truthers in this goddamn universe. <laughs> some, like, conspiracy. Oh, crab absolutely. Wait, do you think everyone who believes the president is a reptilian started as, like, Animorphs readers? Probably not. Well, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think the odds are pretty low. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, I think um, it takes a special brand of breadbasket conservative to believe that with access to the internet. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. To believe that. Uh, the president is a reptilian. Though this president obviously isn't a reptilian. Um, I mean, he's not oh. good, but he's he's not a reptilian. Hillary Clinton obviously is, but... Um, oh, yeah. Remember... Hey, do you... Just out of nowhere, do you remember that time where Hillary Clinton, like, coughed and took a day off because of a head cold and, like, conservative media outlets were just saying... She's gonna oh, die she of is, pneumonia! She is poked... <laughs> She has Pokemon going to die. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, their fervor, like I knew li- very little about this. Uh, their fervor about it was like, wait, like really? Because um, they, they all seemed very convinced and were also the only people talking about it. So I was like, really? But no, it's so funny. It is so funny. Um, 
No, she's but she's she's not dying of pneumonia. She's dying of some like space disease because her reptilian body can't keep up with the the, the atmosphere of um, of Earth. You know the diseases that we bring yeah. in there. You know, uh, but uh, that is what it is. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so she's um, Rachel's kind of freaking out about this. Uh, oh yeah, as she would be, but she doesn't tell anyone because. We've learned, apparently these guys haven't learned enough that keeping secrets from the team is a bad idea. Well, I mean, they're all teenagers, you know, and they don't know how to communicate with each other yet. Yes, but, like, also, like, failure to communicate has literally almost killed them, like, four times. Like, you think they would learn. Well, Rachel, and she's right, because they confirm this later, is like, well, if I tell them and worry them, then I won't be able to do this mission, and I wanna... Um, and, uh, yeah, that's exactly what she gets yelled at for next time, uh, when she, when she does come clean about this whole thing. Um. Yeah. Because. So, um, oh, the re- the, the, the mission that's coming up is that, um, Rachel's dad, the, uh, the, the reporter who moved away in the last Rachel book, okay. he's back in town, uh, well, he flew out after alligator fell, or <laughs> after Rachel fell into an alligator, crocodile, what the fuck ever pit. Yeah. Um, uh, and then he's like, "Yeah, I I came as soon as I heard about the crocodile, and then you then you then you then your house fell in, and I you know sorry about that." And then Rachel's like, she like really plays up like the 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 love struck teenager aspect because she's like, "Daddy, do you think you could get me to go? Let me get me to go see that Jonathan Taylor Thomas boy. He's really cute, and he's gonna be on that show, and they'll let me tell my story." Yeah. Did you just zone out there, or did you just, or did your voice just quit? No, 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 no. I didn't. No, no, I'm good. I, yeah, that's um. You zoned out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, not to call you out. I know I do the same. Yeah. No. 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 It's all good. Um. But yeah. So. Um, so yeah. So. Uh, so he's got this like. Um television thing that he's gonna get yeah. on um and uh it, it's it's basically like the the, the the like what what it's like the regis kelly show i guess like that's, that's what i compare it to in my mind it's like that but combined with like the stupid pet tricks uh from letterman well it's like some sort of variety show which seems like a relic of the past well i don't know variety shows still exist ellen ellen the generous is still around i guess i guess it is a, i guess what she does is a variety show um, i mean i would consider Mon- is montel still on no montel is more like uh not that yeah i don't I used know to watch montel like every day yeah i just feel they like that psychic on on like tuesdays <laughs> i just feel like the talk shows kind of uh usurped the variety show in a way like variety shows seem feel very much like a 70s 80s kind of thing um but i guess yeah, I, I guess they still exist in um some sort of like weird archaic form um but that's fine um <laughs> so yeah so because because she was on the news rachel was so they're like yeah we'll just get her on this fucking thing um which is strange that she would i don't know that's fine so if you like if you fall through your house, do you get on TV, like, other than just, like, a news report? I guess so. 
like I I suppose like if I guess if you're the bitch who like who who saved a kid from an who tried to save a kid from an alligator pit and also her house collapsed like like in this day and age like in this news in this news cycle era like that would get like maybe like Anderson Cooper would fart and it might sound a little bit like telling that story but like there's just no time for like fluff for like puff pieces like that in these days well yeah I mean it's not like a news like I'll, I could see it like being on the local like, news like but like, on a the, fucking the, the talk whole- show. <laughs> like, like I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Remember when remember when Ellen DeGeneres had damn Daniel on? Well, yeah, but he's a meme. She re, Alligator Girl could have been a meme in the 90s. <laughs> this is the 90s, Blair. You need to you need to work with the 90s. Sure. Here. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um Oh, I this some something that really tickled me about this book is that uh Rachel has Cassie in her hotel room for like a little bit of a dinner date, which is very cute. She just orders room service. It's really cute. Um, honestly, uh, not much happens other than the fact that um, uh, Rachel comes clean about the whole Cassie, like Cassie interrogates Rachel and and Rachel and Cassie makes Rachel tell promise to tell uh, Toby to, uh, Tobias. Yeah, X or no X. Sorry, yeah, Tobias X. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking. Today was really stressful. My brain is, my brain is goozled. It's all good. Hey, but I'm really into this book. I'm just fucking a little bit. It's all good. So I'm a little bit dorfus. It's all good. Um. So Rachel does eventually tell Axe, um. But it is. Oh, she starts morphing at school in front of Chapman, which is fun. Um, oh, hey, did you catch the really creepy ass line from Chapman in this scene? Oh my god, the whole the whole yes, interaction yes, the whole, is so the whole creepy ex- for in a sort of like bad touch kind of way. Like like he said he yeah, he like, calls her very attractive. Calls Rachel very says, attractive. He, here's the quote. She asks, "How did I look on TV?" I asked, "Quote, very self-possessed, very attractive, and very mature." And Rachel just says, cool like i just it's just not it's it's bad and ever if my if any adult if anyone 20 years older than me right now i'm a 21 year old adult woman if 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 anyone 20 years older than me or more said that to me um i would never speak to them again like oh absolutely (laughs) And 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 Rachel is like fourteen, so like it's even worse and bad. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bad scene. Uh, but uh, she 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 starts morphing like um, bare feet. But she's like, hey, they're cool boots. And he's like, all right. Um, he's so he's, fucking he's stupid. He's not remotely suspicious. He's so fucking dumb. He's so he also tries to get her to go to the sharing, and she's like, cool. I will think about it, and then yeah, like obviously not, um, because because Chapman thinks she's like suicidally depressed, um, uh, which makes her a great contender for the sharing, I guess, because like yeah, like I guess you can take over people who have no will to live or whatever, um, but yeah, so that happens. Um, I can't remember why she gets in trouble with everyone though. Because she goes on that, like, she comes clean about it 
about her whole, like, shit. And everyone's real pissed off at her because, like... Because uh, the mission goes bad. Well, yeah. Oh, is this in the ocean where she starts suddenly morphing it? Yeah, this is... Okay, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, I just... I was trying to remember if there was something before that that happened. But no, no. So she, so she turns... Yeah, no. Because, like, they go out and they see Jonathan Taylor. They, they're flying around as seagulls. And Ash is, like, on backup as a shark or something. And, uh... Uh, jo- they see Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Visser 3's Human Morph, which I just want to, sorry to call you out, but I just want to quote your tweet here. Uh, you just said Visser 3's Human Morph is probably hot. I'm going to Google what that looks like real quick. Do we have, but do we get a description of him at any point of his Human Morph? I mean, morph? He, pro- he might show up as human in the show. I mean, I, I kind of like, um, I kind of imagine him to have like, like striking like blue green eyes, but like in a way that makes you uncomfortable. Um, and he's like totally like like kind of like salt and pepper daddy. Um, but uh, uh, he doesn't look great. Let's just send you to this web page uh, from Nicole A Young Uh That's Visor One and Visor Three in er, uh, Visor Three and Visor One respectively in the first picture. <laughs> Yeah, he's like an old man, and I don't like that. I want him to he be looks like, like a budget James like, Spader, like like forty two, like very budget James Spader, forty two, and and graying a little bit around his temples because he's under a lot of stress. Um, but he 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 wears a he wears a nice suit, you know, um, and and he has a certain cadence about his voice. Um, total like narcissist though, but like the. Uh, a way of speaking to you, like you feel like you're the only person in the room, but like also a total dick bag. Um, so just like really evil, really hot is how I want Visser Three's human morph to look like. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking. <laughs> Sorry at to be horny on Maine, I guess. <laughs> I just completely zoned out, so I'll have to hear it again later. I was looking at the animorphs quizzes to teach me who. Who to? It's not even like you don't even have a form to fill out. This is like you can take a quiz about Jake, and it's like what is Jake's last name? And then at the end, it's it tells you the answer. There's like no like click a box and yes or no. It's literally it's like a fucking menu menu at Denny's. Oh my god! <laughs> but you know what? This is probably from like I have no idea when, but probably from a, like 1999. Yeah, this is an old. Oh, good. All the links are broken. Cool. <laughs> Cool. That's my favorite kind of website. Um, yeah. Shit. Okay. So she starts. They're flying, and she turns into. She starts like turning into an elephant, and then she so just she, turns into a litany of shit, and she t- she winds up as the um uh, as the crocodile in the water, and Visor Three turns into some big old bitch, and um. <laughs> Some big old bitch. Name. He turns into like a stingray, but deadlier. Um, a that- stingray that shoots actually that shoots like harpoons and what the fuck ever. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas is like loving it because he's already willi- willingly agreed to be a controller because Visitor Three has made him an offer he can't refuse, which is fame, I guess. I don't really fucking know. But anyways, so JTT is like, oh, this is awesome. And then Visitor Three gets completely fucked because Rachel like bites him in his air sack and he like explodes and flies up into the air. <laughs> yeah. And everyone makes it out, uh-huh. and they're fine. And Jake is fucking pissed. Yeah, like this is a, this is an anger we don't really see from Jake. Like he is, it is a quiet, solemn, like fuming anger. Yeah, no yelling. Voice does not go above like normal, but it's just like you could have you blew the mission, Rachel. This could have just gotten all of us killed. Right. You, bit. 
big dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, like verbatim. Um, verbatim, yes. He calls her a big dumb bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, um, not canon. Uh, <laughs> um, Jake respects women. He's he's taking uh, he he drinks respecting women juice. Um, um, so, but um, but no, oh, he's, they, he's they very, also very find out that JTT is like with... not in it for the fans at all because he calls them all like bitchy idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but, um, Axe explains the whole thing. Yep. What's it called? Um, Harris something. Harris Ithil? Yeah. Um. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. Not in the same, this is like back a little bit, but there's a word in this book that I don't recognize. Uh, L-O-G-Y. Logi? 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 L-O-G-Y? Yes. And what context was it used in? Um, let me see. I got it right here. I'm getting kind of, I was getting kind of logy the way I do when I'm staring at a computer screen. Oh, dull and heavy in motion or thought. Sluggish. Loge. Loge? Loge, probably. I've never heard that word before. It's not loge. Like, I got the idea. Same. Um, I'm going to start saying loge, though, because I like that more. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're learning. Hey, we're reading and we're learning and we're expanding our vocabularies and our minds. Um, no, uh, so basically what this is is an allergic reaction to a morph that, uh, Rachel acquired. So it must be the crocodile morph because it's the last thing she acquired and she's never had this before. Kind of crazy that Rachel's allergic to crocodiles. I don't think that's particularly it's common. Allergic to though it could be. It could be because people don't typically have a lot of interactions with crocodiles on a day-to-day basis. I, hey, Blair, Blair. Well, wait, hold on. Are, 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 is leather made from crocodile or alligator skin? Neither. It's made from cow skin. What the fuck am I thinking of? Aren't there like alligator? Isn't there something that's... You can, ha- yeah, you I can make, leather. you can make something out of everything. Yes, you can make alligator skin things and you can make crocodile skin things and you can make snake skin things. Um, uh, anything you can skin. Oh. Anything you can skin, you can tan. Wow. My head just like exploded. I'm a soul fucking stupid. <laughs> I just like, I was just like, leather comes from one place and it, it, suitcases that are made out of leather that's out that's crocodile that's what that is <laughs> oh luna i am the dumbest bitch alive no you just didn't ever really think about it which is fine because most people don't um i had that same reaction today listening to a podcast where they talked about like ground meat and i was like wait can you grind shit other than beef oh yeah i have ground turkey all the fucking time yeah, like I get it. Yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> um, you can. Hey, Luna, you can do many things in this world. <laughs> the possibilities Good. are nigh endless. The uh, possibilities are endless. <laughs> um. So Nothing. what she needs to do essentially um, is burp that's, out. That's a fair response, but the morph. Um, oh, you were just muted. I, I said I said possibilities, and you went quiet, and I was like, you know what, this is fair. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, she needs to burp out the morph, um, which will get rid of it. She, 
Axe does a really shitty job at explaining what that means. He's like, you have to be at once this thing and that thing, and then you will remove remove the DNA from your body. And Rachel's just mm-hmm. like, okay. And it's like, and, Rachel, and Axe is like, I'm glad you understand, with no further explanation, basically. So she, um... She lies the next day because she's supposed. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it happened last night. I burped out the crocodile." And um, it happened. Marco, Marco and Cassie are convinced. Um, she's just glad she didn't have to talk to Axe because, like, she has no like again. She has no fucking idea what this is involved. But uh, it's all spurred on by like high emotions. So she's just like, "I just got to keep a level head and go to this interview um, and just be level headed about the whole thing." Um, and. Just, like, try to, you know, just not freak the fuck out. Um, she she gets taken to this, like, green room, dressing room thing where the backstage for this, this television show. Um, she gets manhandled by this, like, woman. Cassie's there, too, um, who's going to do up her hair. She calls Rachel's hair flat and, like, scoffs at the product she uses, which is pretty cool. Um, and then... Uh, Rachel gets pissed off at this woman and starts, like, uh, morphing into a wolf, um, <laughs> which freaks her Yeah, she, which freaks, yeah, her freaks out. out her goth-ass stylist, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, extremely goth. Like, I, I want to read her description because it's extremely good to me uh-huh. that her stylist, uh, a woman with weird hair and black lipstick, looked at my dad and gave a little leer. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very, very good. Uh, my goth yeah. girlfriend, basically. Um, everyone's goth girlfriend. Um, so, so yeah, that happens. Um, she kind of just, like... And then Jonathan Taylor Thomas comes into the, the dressing room and, like, they have an interaction and um, Rachel's all swooning and Cassie's all swooning um, and he's, like, super dismissive of them. Because he's all famous and shit. He's to- a total dickbag, basically. Yeah, um, he is a total... He's a total shorts ball. Yeah. Um, and they're like... They're, they de- it definitely leaves a bad taste in both their mouths. And they're like, hmm, this fucking guy. Uh, so... Uh, they leave the dressing room and... They run into a llama. Which turns out to be Marco. Which tickled me a lot. Because they, they referenced the llama a bit earlier in the scene. And I'm like, good God, I hope someone takes advantage of the fact that there's wild animals around here and turns into a morph. And they totally do that. Um, <laughs> Marco uh, traps the llama in like a in like a abandoned dressing room, like one that doesn't have anything in it, and just becomes a llama and just like traipses around as a llama and does little tricks because uh, it's it's just it's just a good scene altogether. Um, yeah. Um, so. Uh, Rachel is about to go on stage, I think. Yeah. Um, Cassie, Cassie we, did we, we, you mentioned Cassie acquiring. Oh, no, Rachel, no, no, I right? didn't. Yeah, so she, so just in case, um, Cassie acquires Rachel, uh, which, like, she describes it, like, Rachel describes it very briefly, um, but it must feel fucking weird, you know? Because, like, uh, animals become very subdued when they get acquired. Um, and I feel like it would just be very weird to be like a, a conscious human being getting acquired. But they've done it before, yeah, because um, Axe acquired all of them to create his human morph. Uh, yeah. So I just remember uh, that. 
Axe, Axe ended racism and melded all of them into yeah, one human. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, yep. Um, how, how soon we forget. <laughs> so brave of him. So brave. I, I can't believe our president hates black people in, in, in the year 2017, almost 20 whole years after the nation's collective son and hero, Axelai Eskaruth Ismail, ended racism by blending, by blending four people into one. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. God bless him. Um, so, so. Thinking with my brain. Um, oh, so she, Rachel's about to go on stage when um, something weird happens to her. She starts feeling really nauseous. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, Cassie's all like, do you feel like you're going to morph? And she's like, no, it's not really the same. Um, and then she's like, she starts fucking burping out this crocodile morph, basically. Um, like, like she gets all doubled over and like she feels something coming out of her back. And this entire time I was thinking about this, I'm like, this is probably some of the best body horror we've had in this book. Because there's a literal full-blown crocodile growing out of Rachel's back while yeah. she is morphing into a bear. Like, it just goes. It's, yeah, so Cassie rushes her to the bathroom and locks the fucking door. Um, like, I gotta be honest, I think if I ever described a fight scene in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to you, like, that is how this scene would sound. <laughs> like, th- this scene is how it would sound. Yeah, so... Um, because a bear... Exp- uh, sorry. a Rachel is still sick with the... Um, Rachel is still sick with the with the illness. She's still down with the sickness, and um, she she starts turning into a bear because she feels like dog shit. Yeah. And also, the crocodile is exploding out of her back, and Cassie turns into a squirrel. And there's another woman in there who's like, "No, I have to pee. Mm-hmm. It's time to pee." Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking crazy. Um, it's so fucking this, this whole, this, it's so fucking nuts in like the best possible way because it's just chaos. It's just absurdist chaos. Um. And so Rachel turns into a bear. Basically, the crocodile, like, literally, like, slithers its way out of her fucking back um, in the most horrible way. And is, like, just a fucking crocodile. Um, And just, like, vicious and, like, scared because that's in, like, an environment. And there's, like, yelling and stuff and bright lights and shit. And it's, like, what the fuck? So it goes into fucking attack mode. Um... Cassie is a squirrel. Claws the fucking claws at the fucking crocodile's eyes. Rachel's a bear. Um, what the fuck, <laughs> right? Um, the the crocodile gets out of the bathroom um, and attacks, tries to attack Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep, and he's spooked. And then he's spooked. And then the the lights like um, Jake hits the lights. I think um, and. Axe fucking kills this fucking crocodile. Um, yeah. And then they get out and Rachel like demorphs in a closet somewhere or something. Yeah. And she like steps out and she hears her own voice and she's like, oh, Cassie morphed me. And he, she hides in the closet. And then there's a line um, where the some like some like guy is talking to Cassie, Rachel, Rachel. Yes. And he's like, you know, for a moment there, I wondered about you. But the crocodile has been destroyed, and yet here you are. <laughs> the crocodile has been destroyed. Like, okay. <laughs> and 
Anyways, that guy shouts the word Andalite in an attempt to get a rise out of Rachel, uh, out of Krachel, and Krachel is just like, yeah, Andalite. We, yeah, Andalite would be helpful too. Yeah. Get it? Like, and uh, light? <laughs> Fun with words. Fun with words. God, I love And then Cassie's like, I'm having the hardest time controlling this morph. Yeah. Oh my god. Can I can't even imagine what it must be like. I hope we get a more in-depth description of what it must be like to morph another human being. Because, like, you have their conscious... Like, I wonder, like, what level of consciousness you have. Because we've not really had any this sort This is so deep. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to think about. And I hope the series explores it more. Yeah. Um... Because we have, we, we usually, since we have, they've morphed a lot of non-sentient um, yeah. uh, beings that you, you have their instincts, but not really, like, their personality. If, Blair, if you and I morphed each other, like, what would be, like, the, the, the overpower? Because, like, if yeah, like when Cassie morphs Rachel, like, her drive is, like, overpowering out of everything. I'm curious what you think, like, would be, like, the thing that would be hard to control for me. For you? Yeah, and then vice versa. I, mean, I got to think about what it would be for you. Well, I think for me it would be I like to fight everyone at all times. Yeah, like you're really punchy, like 24-7. I think yeah. it would be really hard to keep that in check. Yeah, it's hard for me to keep it in check. Um, yeah. <laughs> it gets me in trouble because um, everyone's always in a, like an adversary and I always have to beat them down before they beat me down. It's not a good way to live your life. Don't be like me. Um, for you... Um, I guess it would probably be like horny on main, you know. I mean, you're not, but I feel like you have the you have to fight not being it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what which about is me? fine, huh? What about me? I just said. Oh, I zoned out. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking up. You. Can't. <laughs> thought- <laughs> you know what? I thought you were still talking about your punchiness. No. No. I just assume. You're just going to have to... Hey, every, the listeners and me know. You're just going to have to find out. <laughs> yeah, I'll find out. What it, God, I am such a mess. It's okay. You know, it's all good. Um, so, 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 so. Um, I need some sleep. Yeah. So things um, de-escalate from there, basically. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas goes to... Um, hold on. Uzbekistan. Uzbe- yeah. Okay, sure. Fine. <laughs> Um, because, because, yeah, because, like, he was gonna like promote the sharing on national television, which would be bad news. Um, I don't know yeah, why. Extremely bad news bears. I don't know why the Yerks need a fucking teen idol to on like probably to expedite the process or something. I guess, but is the sharing becoming like cult like in size? Like, is it to it's is does it have a website? I felt like it was just like a small little youth group in like this like like Southern California town. Um, I guess not. Um, it's kind of fascinating to think of it as becoming like the, like a new cult, you know. Um, but I guess we really don't know that much about its its power, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Very interesting. I love this series so much. Um, so, yeah. It, to me, it's good. Is that the book? That's the whole book. That's the book. That's the whole book. Sorry, I zoned out. That's all good. No, it's all good. Um, that's the whole entire book. It's good to me um, to read with my eyeballs. Um, yep. So, uh, we got uh, some questions. Yeah, let's, let's um, talk about those. 
Um, we got we got two questions from last week from last episode that, well, one of them is from Jasmine and it's about like branching timelines and time travel and stuff, which I feel like we kind of answered in depth. So I'm going to skip that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one from at Pidmon. Tobias would be the kid who came up with the Andalite as an OC hybrid species for his persona. Actually, be the most generic ass wolf fox hybrid possible. Cassie is a dolphin. Jake is a mouse. Marco is a cat, and Rachel is a shark. Interesting. I don't know how I vibe with the aquatic fursonas, but you're, you're, I, I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. You're, it's valid. I think Cassie's definitely a dolphin. Like, um... I'm a Google dolphin fursona. Um, I don't know. I, personality-wise, I see Rachel as a shark, but I still think, aesthetically, she would more jive with something more feline. Uh, not necessarily yeah. a cat-cat, but maybe, like... A lion or like a jaguar or something like that. Um, yep. Just because they're like sleek and fashionable, you know? Yeah. Um, here's a question from uh, Shrimp Evan now at Heavenly Evan. Which actor slash musician do you think they would use now to get people infested? I mean, like... I feel like if this opportunity was presented to him, Trump would, like, trip over... Not to, like, get political, but, like, Trump would trip over his own dick trying to volunteer for uh, for being a controller. Oh, for sure. Oh, oh for sure, absolutely. Um, I guess the damn Daniel guy probably would be it. Um, no, he's he's outdated. What's, what's the... Oh, they would get Lucky Luciano. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know I had to turn into a controller. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm doing the hands. Yeah, we all are. Um, can you feel it, Blair? Can you feel the energy? I, I can feel it. I'm also doing the hands. Um, everyone, you know I had to do it. Just... You know I had to do it to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, they would still... Uh, we're not saying that the Yerks are I mean, kept with it, honestly, you know? Honestly, like... I think... I genuinely think if Trump became a controller, like, very little would change. Oh, I mean... Yeah, he's basically already halfway there, so... And, like, I mean, it's not like he, like, his legions of fans would just, like, do anything for him. So, for like, sure. it would be catastrophic, but, like, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. We don't know that Stormfront.com isn't, like, a current version of the sharing. I mean, it's Nazis. <laughs> so, I mean, you. But what if it's both? I mean, things it, can be two things, Blair. That's true. Um, isn't Stormfront down, though? Like, didn't it get I, taken down? I thought that was the Daily Caller. No, I'm pretty sure it's... I could be wrong, though. Uh, but I... Is Stormfront down? Um, yep, Stormfront was shut down a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt. Uh, uh, thought okay. was true. Um, anyway, uh, so Breitbart. Yeah, something like that. Uh, um, another one from Heavenly Evan. What would be the worst animal to be allergic to and expel from your body? Any! Um, <laughs> I mean, any, of course, but, like, there's got to be a worst. And I think it's, like... The bigger it is, hum- the worse it'd be. So, like... Sperm whale. End of, end of question. Or like that's just the answer. Blue whale, the bigger one, um, the big, li- literally biggest living mammal um, ever. Yes, that one would be horrible. Um, yeah. Also, I think it's the largest thing alive right now. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, and then this one from at Odd Days George, Amelia Kurtz, who is Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> I feel like we discussed this earlier in the episode, but just a refresher. He was um, uh, Tim Allen. The Al- youngest brother 
the youngest son of Timothy Allen on Home Improvement. Yes, and he was a dreamboat. Um, Timothy Allen Dick, by the way. <laughs> yes, he was. He was a he was a teenage dreamboat in the nineties. Everyone was very into him. He, I was a bit too young for it at the time, but I do know that um, people about uh, five to ten years older than me um, super into that. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. Uh, um, this, this last one from, uh, uh, Oscularia, friend of the show, Clem, or whose, uh, whose handle is <laughs> Weezer voice. Uh, hold on. I'm going to do this. My name is bastard. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, who asks if an animorph was allergic to a bee, if, if an animorph was allergic to bee and turned into a bee, what would happen? Um, I think like. The, the 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 process of expel of expelling the animal from your body wouldn't be that bad, but then you had to like dodge the fact that there is a bee there. Yeah, and, and you, then if, if you, you got if you get stung, you will die. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. That this that is basically the conceit of this. Um. App, uh, uh. Book, but with something very very bizarre to be allergic to. Um, I have no idea. That's fine. It's not like shellfish yeah. or like like some sort of insect. Uh, I was yeah. going to say peanuts. You can't anamorph into a peanut. Blair, my brain is broken because when you just said the word insect, I was 100% sure you were going to say incel. Um, um, I mean, aren't we all allergic to incels? I mean, that's why they're incels. Like... You know what? You have a point. It's a, me- it's a genuine medical condition. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so... So yeah, um, that is the whole fucking thing. Hey. That's the whole goddamn book. Hey guys. Hey, for everyone who's listening to this, thanks for doing that thing you're doing right now. If you want to support the show in other capacities other than listening to us with our, your earballs, you can do so. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting. Send us a couple dollars if you're into that kind of thing. If you don't have monies like me, um, you can also just like rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, Five. Let's see if we have a, let's see if we have an iTunes rating or review because we still don't have one for Wonder Years as of yet. But I'm gonna five, open up iTunes. What? Do five star five, reviews or nothing? Yeah. We, if you give us anything else, like get the fuck out. Yeah. If you, even if you don't think we're good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give us five star. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. Even if you hate us, just give us five star reviews because kill us with kindness, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. Or failing that, or if you've already done all that and you're still like. Gee whiz, I wish I sh- could sure help out these nice people. Uh, tell a friend who really likes Animorphs. Yeah, tell a friend to listen to our show. We don't advertise in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Oh, man, we have some really good episode titles, I think. That's the <laughs> best part of... Um, it seems to the fact that whenever I edit an episode, the title has something to do with pussy. Um, but, <laughs> hey... That's fine. Um, if you want to find us on the onlines, you can do so at the Wonder Yorks on Twitter, or uh, you can email us the at thewonderyorks at gmail.com. You can do I that can there. I can be found chiesatanaka.tumblr.com. Nope, chiesatanaka.tumblr.com, and chiesatanaka on Twitter. If you want to find me on the internet, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or pfight.tumblr.com on, twi- on Tumblr. Um, Thank you all so much for listening to our show. Um, yeah. I'm uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> um, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I, you know, I know nothing about the man as he stands right now, but he looks like he's a very nice young man at this point. Yeah, sure. Um, 
so I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's great. Uh, but um, until not next week, but the week after, because we do this biweekly. Um, yep. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Blair. I'm Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, sure. Um, uh, and remember. Keep your hand on that Escafil device. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yes, it is. I pulled it out. Damn, 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 damn. No, no. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>